You're listening to theoutdoorstation.co.uk. This podcast is sponsored by backpackinglight.co.uk. Minimum weight, maximum fun. Drinking water is one element in everyone's life we all take for granted. In the UK, it's second nature to turn on a tap and drink without fear of bacteria or contamination. Obviously, when you're out in the countryside, on the hills or the rivers, or travelling anywhere in the world for that matter, where the water quality is unknown, you try to eliminate waterborne dangers as best you can. This process can take many forms, but usually relies on bulky equipment or chemicals. At backpackinglight.co.uk, every now and again, we see a product which could revolutionise an old problem, such as making questionable water safe to drink anywhere. The AquaGear water bottle is new to the market and has just completed all of its tests with flying colours. It's light, it's quick, it's simple, and most of all, it's inexpensive. Giles Butler of Drink Safe Systems is the UK importer and he took me down to a very muddy riverside to explain the difference between water purification and water filtration and what makes this product so unique. There is indeed a big difference between filtration and purification. Filtration is about taking contaminants out of water and that means taking bacteria out, taking sediments out and making, if possible, water safe to drink. It also means moving disease causatives from water. Okay, and what's the difference between that then and purification? Purification is normally adding a chemical or a constituent that devitalizes or kills a living bacteria. However, with purification, you don't remove contaminants like sediments, you don't remove taste, you don't remove any of those things and you end up ingesting the purification. Okay, so to put that in layman's terms then, when you put iodine tablets or chlorine tablets into a a standard water bottle, shall we say, although it will kill what it's designed to kill, it will taste very much of the chemical that's gone in there. Absolutely, and if you ask forces personnel how they dose their particular systems, they put a chlorine tablet or they use iodine in a bottle, and what happens is they end up ingesting all the contaminant, and it's almost undrinkable. Okay, so looking at sort of drinking water as as per se in in the UK and perhaps around Europe, which is on the whole, shall we say, safe and on the whole fairly tasteless, uh, where are, where's the industry at the moment as regards um, the, the, the levels, the different levels of water and how it tastes and, and how it's actually presented to us? Okay, all our tap water is potable. In other words, it is made safe to drink. The water companies wouldn't be allowed to sell it if it wasn't safe to drink. That doesn't necessarily mean that it won't have taint or taste And that's garnered really from going through your local water supply pipes. It could be your own house, maybe it's an old house, um, and you'll get taste. Sometimes you get a metallic taste, sometimes you'll get other tastes, oxide tastes, sometimes you'll get tastes uh, of purification as well. And in particular, what bacteria, what bugs are are most people concerned about that they want to remove from, from, should we say, free water? Okay, from free water, the main bugs that we need to be aware of, from river courses, from uh, ponds, all that kind of thing, are E. coli, and that's from surface runoff, and cryptosporidium. Those are the main ones. And what is the the traditional way of, of removing those? Traditional ways of removing those 
really a filtration. And the reason for that is because certainly with E. coli and specifically cryptosporidium, cryptosporidiums assist and it's really difficult to get rid of with just purification alone. Now we've come down to the side of the River Severn here in Worcestershire which is close to, to where we're based and I'm staring down at a very unpleasant looking river which is flowing sort of steadily and we're talking about a product which is the AquaGear uh, water filtration bottle. Now now this, this is a very very exciting product because it's the first one I've seen which fulfills an awful lot of needs from, from our point of view, our interest in, in since it's very light, uh, it looks like a standard water bottle um, but it does a, a remarkable range of things and I think it's very important to get this clearly across to the across to the listeners, uh, just how it works, what it does, uh, perhaps what it doesn't do, uh, and also, he said, looking at the river, test it. Uh, but let's get to, get back to the bottle itself. Tell me about the bottle. The bottle itself um, weighs around about 120 grams or so. It's just like a normal sport bottle. Um, it has a base which you open and you fill it with water from that end. It has a pop-up spout which you unclip and you simply squeeze water through it and the water in this particular instance with this particular bottle is purified and filtered at the same time. So again back to keeping it simple just explain then it removes the tastes of any chemicals as well as any it's the, the filtration is small enough to remove any of the nasties. Absolutely this particular bottle first of all it's filtering out sediments it's filtering out chemicals it's filtering out bacteria as well and it's also with smaller bacteria killing those and then we have a post purification filter inbuilt within the system which makes your water basically potable safe and clean tasting now we're going to obviously going to test this in a second um, but before I do so just um, reassure me if you were as regards how the filter works where the filter is in the bottle is it a big thing small thing is it brittle can the bottle be dropped uh, you know that type of thing practicalities okay the bottle um, is small enough to fit in a knapsack or a rucksack um, it's easy you can grab it to hand it's very easy to use you simply pour the water in the filter itself is in the top of the bottle um, and it's basically made of a porous material and inside that is a purification media and a post filtration media as well. Okay and without obviously giving too much scientific information away for, for, for competition purposes um, it's very eco-friendly the actual unit itself isn't it? The, bo the bottle itself is very very recyclable and with increasing amounts of landfill um, we feel that this is a very very good selling point for the particular bottle. The filter itself um, has been tested all around the world. Over two million of these filters have been sold by the company that makes these. They're supplied to relief agencies around the world. Within the systems we have um, EPA purification and we also have natural coconut carbon which is proved to be the best natural solution for absorbing media and retaining it as well. Um, you're obviously the, the UK importer of, of this product and um, you, again just to give me some reassurance before we go through this exercise, uh, tell me about the tests and so on it's actually been through. Not only as I said we've, we've sold over two million of them throughout the world, they're supplied for example to the International Red Cross, um, these systems have been tested um, to MOD specification, they actually exceed MOD specification in this country and we spent three months putting live disease causatives through the system. Over a hundred scientists worked on the project. Um, 
they're also deemed to take out chemicals, they're deemed to take out bacteria, and they're deemed to take out even smaller viral disease causatives. So, as a practical item, I mean, it looks very, very simple. It's very, you know, ordinary. I'm not simple, just ordinary. It's just like an ordinary water bottle, except the top doesn't come off. It just comes, <coughs> all the action happens at the bottom where you actually uh, pour the water through. Now, I know that you were saying to me earlier on that you sort of sometimes use a, um, it's got a bit of a mesh in the bottom to take out the larger items uh, or some sort of other filtration system. But I, I've seen people with these sort of things before now put things like, you know, red wine through it as a bit of a joke and so on. Um, and you quite rightly said that's a big mistake. It is a big mistake. I'd rather drink the wine. <laughs> <laughs> I think there is a lot of misconception about, you know, when people go and get a system like this, what their intended purpose is. The intended purpose of this particular item is to drink clean, potable, safe drinking water. And, and that's what they've been tested with. I have seen on websites people testing them with Ribena. Well, what you're actually doing is you're coating a sugary carbon solution in the filter, and basically overnight your system is worthless. Right, OK, so in other words, don't do it. <laughs> Absolutely. Don't do it. Think like a Kalahari Bushman who has never been to school in their life. Would you ever drink, drink sedimented, turbid water wherever possible? I don't think you would and neither would I. But in certain situations you may have to. What we've proved is these systems will actually enable you to survive. Do you find with with this system, um, it takes people a while to build confidence up in the actual the actual simplicity of it all? I think it actually takes people by surprise and I absolutely endorse what you've just said. Um, one of the things that we've got in treating water, I'll start at the basics here, we've got purification. Most gap year students and most people would just take purification chemicals with them. But remember, you're drinking not only the chemicals, you're also drinking foul tasting water and you're also drinking all the contaminants because they're not filtered. That's point one. Point two is there's other bottle systems available. They're normally much more expensive, but they're not as proven. We publish our test results and we're happy to stand by them. Third systems that are actually out there are what I'm going to call slightly old-fashioned systems, and those are the pump systems. But you can't drink them on the move. With these particular systems, you can drink them on the move. You don't have to stop. And as someone recently told me at a bushcraft convention, um, we're pumping for ages to get water out. With this system, you simply put water in, squeeze the bottle, and water is immediately delivered, which is potable, safe, and clean tasting. It's certainly, again, coming back to the, the actual simplicity and the weight of the product that's, that struck me immediately, because um, I've seen a lot of these, uh, the pump-based systems, and as good as they are, they do certainly do the job, but I can't believe how heavy they are when you first pick them up. I, I think there's more and more um, prevalence taken towards ultralight camping now. People are fed up with lugging around everything with them. This particular bottle weighs in at around about 120, 130, grams or so. It's the same weight as a normal sport bottle and if you're an ultralight person trying to actually get some of the weight down there is nothing as equivalent in weight or performance as this particular product. Okay, well, I mean, survival is, is definitely the, the far end of the, of the use of this sort of product. I, I see this sort of being absolutely perfect for the, for the hiker backpacker in the UK around Europe who just wants to ensure everything's clean and, and sorted without, well, very little effort. I mean, up in the highlands of Scotland, you wouldn't want to use something like this, but perhaps around the lakes or, or around Wales or any of the lowland areas or where we are now, we're right beside a river. Uh, it's something I wouldn't normally drink, but if I was thirsty, I know I can, well, I'm hoping, <laughs> I'll let you know in a few <laughs> days time I'll, I'm hoping that uh, you know you can drink from this uh, uh, safely um, and and it will do 
what it's supposed to do, what it says on the bottle, as it were. But, I mean, you were saying earlier on about it, 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 it's, you've got to be practical about this. There's no point scooping up dirty, uh, turgid water. Uh, you know, it's better to sort of put it into a, a container and then let it filter itself slightly before you pour it through, yeah? I think good practice dictates um, if you want your filter to survive as long as possible, as well as yourself, then always draw the best quality water that you can, preferably from a, a running water source. I, I dispute something you said about yeah. Scotland, uh, where I used to work in Scotland as a training instructor, um, and, and we had people going down with cryptosporidium and E. coli simply from, again, the surface runoff from cows and cattle. And it may look clean, but it might not actually be as clean as you think. Taking the product uh, obviously slightly further afield and taking it um, overseas, you've obviously got the gap year travellers, you've got the, as you say, the first aid workers, the people doing uh, sort of overseas projects or even just going to to certain countries where perhaps the tap water is a little bit dubious I mean it's it does seem to be a very very straightforward product that would be ideal in those circumstances absolutely Bob this is an all-round system of the 500 milliliter bottle half a liter will you can draw from a hotel tap for example and where they may have chlorinated the water heavily this will enable you to drink clean tasting water without threat at all and if you're at a water course a stream a pond a village fountain wherever dip the bottle in you'll be safe the bottle itself is is 500 mil um so what about people perhaps uh, i'm just thinking in say asia or, or wherever they're going out for a day they obviously will drink more than than 500 mils worth of water how what, what do you how do you suggest you use it Excellent point, and it's something we've, we've thought about. Most people we've spoken to in, in application, what they do is they take a, simply a separate bottle along with them and they refill that bottle knowing that it's always got purified and filtered water in it and, of course, they've got the 500 mils too. So yeah, just use it as a main filtration source system, either out the tap or out of what, whatever water source they've got, and top up all their, their drinking supply. I think this is one of the great things about this particular bottle. A, it's because it's so light, it's so easy to use, and you can use it for copious amounts of water. The, the flow rate on it, I mean, how long would it take to actually fill a, a, a small drinking bottle? Small drinking bottle, um, if, if I was to go and squeeze this bottle now, you can safely say it'll at least do a big cup full of water per minute. And that's a good, it's a good flow rate. Well, certainly drinking from it then, I mean, it's, there was plenty of water coming out at a good flow without making too much of an effort about it to, to have a drink and refresh myself. So I can't imagine that the flow rate would be too, too slow for anybody. Absolutely. I'm, I'm demonstrating here. If I just squeeze the bottle gently, and there's a slight pause as the water comes out. Now, this is coming out at a good flow rate here, as you can hear. I'm afraid you can't see. That's a good flow rate coming out, and I'm still squeezing with one hand, and it's just gushing out. Yeah. Well, that's gone up uh, two or three hundred mil there fairly, fairly quickly. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, ideal for cyclists, everybody, isn't it, really? Absolutely. I don't think the one thing we didn't cover, really, I know we, we talked about the tests and so on, but did we actually cover the uh, volume that the actual filter will and the bottle will, will cope with in its lifetime? No, it's, it's always a, a rather difficult one, this, but generally speaking, we say on the bottle it'll do 100 gallons. We've actually tested to 500 gallons of contaminant removal. That is impressive. Now, when do you know? I mean, that's the key thing that most people will ask. Okay, 
So obviously the more turbid the water is you put through it, the less likely the filter is to have a long life. Uh, however, as the filter, as you were saying earlier on, starts to slow down, it actually is probably working more efficiently, is that right? Absolutely. As the filter pores start to reduce inside or diminish, the filtration rate will actually improve because the slower the rate of the water going through the system, the system actually gets better. However, it's as simple as that. The system will simply stop working. Right, okay, so you know you've, 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 it's reached the end of its life. And, and obviously when it does, the bottle itself is recyclable as we, we covered earlier on. Absolutely. Right, okay then. Well, I don't think I'll put the, um, <laughs> the point of no return off any later than uh, need be, and the proof of the pudding is in the drinking in this case. So I'm going to take some photographs of this and put it on the website as we do this as well. So if you wouldn't mind scooping up some of that um, very unpleasant water down there. Do you want to put it in the actual container? Because I'd like to take a picture <laughs> will do. in the container there. <laughs> right, here we go. Is it muddy down there? It is covered, <laughs> absolutely covered. Right, you'll, just... you'll notice when I was scooping the water up, I was just trying to be a little bit prudent here and, uh, and scoop it up, let it gently sink into the, this container I've got here. And as you can see, this wonderful seven water has got um, quite a lot of bits and pieces in it. But um, if I left that for 10 minutes, of course, it would, it would actually uh, lose a lot of that sediment. sediment. Yeah, yeah. However, what I'm going to do now is uh, take the water and I'm just gently squeezing the bottle because it's it's slightly sedimented water and uh, I'm drawing the water through a fine sieve which is in the base of the bottle I'm going to fill it to the top now does this need to settle at all or anything like that when it's inside the bottle in this particular case no I haven't I haven't um, because I, I know the system will work and it's been yeah. proven to work as well and when I've got it in here I can immediately start to use it what I'm doing now is I'm going to put the cap on yeah, before you do that, and then in the bottom of the cap, I see there's an extra con unscrewable container. What's, what's that for? The extra container is, in, in previous bottles, we had a system whereby if you want to dose the system with a chlorine tablet or something like that, there's a little container here that you can unscrew, insert your tablet, and uh, it will dispense the, uh, the chlorine or iodine tablet into the water. Um, by the way, if you happen to do this, even though this one's been proven to remove viruses and remove bacteria, if you wanted to actually um, dose the bottle, simply unscrew this container here, put your tablet in and close it. The filter will still remove the purification. Right, okay. But I mean, what, what circumstances could you visualize then that people would need to put a tablet in there? If I was in truly extreme situations, good practice might dictate you doing this. Give me an example, just so people can understand. Okay, if you're in an area prevalent to, uh, let's say, something like a disaster area, uh, it might be prudent to do so if you're going to be in there for some time. However, in all of the government tests that we independently carried out, um, this system was capable of removing greater than 99.9999% of uh, disease causatives. So even without the tablet, it's still doing the business? Absolutely. Okay then, we're getting too close now, I can see it coming. Right, I'm going to go and close the base now, and <clears throat> I'm just going to shake the bottle up very, very, very briefly, just to wet the filter. Uh, there's a dust cap on top, which is quite useful because it protects what you're going to drink out of. There's a pull-out spout here. I'm just going to pull out the spout and gently squeeze the bottle, and here's clean water, pure water, potable water without taste or taint and the man's drinking it delicious go on then i'm going to have to aren't <laughs> i really good man <laughs> i'm going to have to let's try and do this and hold the microphone right squeezing it out 
not much out at the moment because so there's a slight delay as you squeeze because it's presumably pressurizing it through the filter the cap's just falling in the way it's upside down here we go and that's certainly better than it looked as it went in <laughs> i hope it tastes a lot better it's, it's fine i mean you 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 wouldn't know you wouldn't know what i would say is that if you're used to drinking any kind of tap water you you'll as we said earlier you may notice there's a taint or a taste in it mm. this is removing the taint or the taste mm. you know even from tap water you could use this on a tube on a bus at school whatever you mm. don't have to use it just for travel what is it it tasted like well, spring water. I mean, we're, we're lucky living in, on the Malvern Hills here. We we drink a lot of spring water, and I, uh, we're risk of upsetting anybody. It really didn't taste any different, to be honest. Absolutely. And th th this bottle has even been sent off to Afghanistan, and in Camp Bastion, um, the medics have saved lives principally because they've used this to flush wounds with clean, purified water. There's a number of other things we can do. You can wash fruit with it as well, mm. just to sort of... Don't just think about it as providing a drink thing. There's all sorts of other stuff you can use it for, as I just mentioned. Yeah, yeah. wounds, cleaning wounds, and so on. So, I mean, you know, why haven't we heard about this this, this item before? Where, where are we now? And here we are at sort of uh, early 2008, uh, and I've suddenly come across this from having been on a bushcraft weekend where there were some, uh, some customers of yours there that were absolutely raving about it, and I can t understand fully why now. Um, but why haven't sort of we come across this before? Simply because the tests have only been done very, very recently, uh, as late now. 2005, um, we only just tested in 2005, and no one had any idea of what the test results were going to be. But as they were the UK government that undertook the tests, and we got these fantastic results, they were, they were just astounding. Um, we feel it prudent now to release it to the market and at a price point, which is probably way below anybody else as well. Obviously, a litre of water weighs a kilo. On long walks through lowland areas, perhaps kayaking or bushcrafting, or travelling further afield in the tropics, means carrying several kilos in weight. And this can make a big difference to your enjoyment. To recap, as you've just heard, the ultralight Aquagear Survivor has been proven in countless tests around the world and by the National UK Government Scientific Laboratory Service, where it demonstrated immediate removal of waterborne bacteria. This includes those commonly found in all UK watercourses, such as cryptosporidium cysts, E. coli and E. faecalis from wildlife and animal grazing. And overseas, waterborne threats such as Giardia, Bilharzia and viral disease causatives. It has also been proven in UK government laboratory scientific microbiological tests to immediately remove threat from anthrax, including UK MOD specification, should you ever need it. Don't forget the Aquagear Survivor also removes taste and taint from water, including heavy metals as well as chemicals used in purification, for example tap water and even pre-treated water. It was also tested and proven to remove chemicals found in pesticides and herbicides, providing clean, tasting, safer water wherever you are. Basically, clean, pure drinking water from virtually any source. And the price? Just £30. Available now from backpackinglight.co.uk this podcast is sponsored by backpackinglight.co.uk. Minimum weight, maximum fun. 
This sponsored programme is produced and hosted by theoutdoorstation.co.uk. 